Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined here by my good friend, Mr. Ramiz Muhammad, to break down a two-game uh, Friday slate for you guys, uh, playoff slate, uh, two elimination games actually here, Ramiz, so kind of interesting. Um, we'll, we'll talk about where we think, you know, uh, who's going to win and everything like that, but uh, been a fun playoff so far. Looking forward to continue uh, continuing to watch this here and everything, but... Let's just uh, jump right into it, man. Um, if I can find my my thing here, there we go. The first one we have here is Sacramento at Golden State. Obviously, it's a elimination game for the Sacramento Kings. The uh, Warriors are up three two. Warriors are favored by favored by seven and a half points, and the game total is two thirty five. So, uh, talk to you, man. Who are you liking here? Uh, honestly, it's tough because it is going to be in Golden State. So we we're talking about a different team of Golden State. Uh, and also, you got to take a factor that I think De'Aaron Fox is playing hurt with his finger, if I'm not mistaken. He had a rough yeah. game shooting-wise against yeah. in Game 5. Uh, so I decided to go a bit more towards the the others, like uh, Malik Monk at 5,500 and Kevin Herter at 4,600, who I think uh, are going to be needed in this game if they want to have a chance against Golden State. Uh, Monk has definitely been contributing almost every game, yeah. uh, and he's still 5,500, so I think that's a really good price. Herder has been struggling. I don't think he's had a really great game. I think he's only playing like 16 minutes, 20 minutes here and there. And uh, honestly, this is a game where you just need his three-point shooting because he was one of the best three-point shooters in the league for the season. And uh, at 4,600, if he can just get into rhythm and then get into uh, the groove, hopefully he'll get enough minutes and probably outlive his uh, value. Uh, because if there's one way to beat this Warriors team and how they did it in game one and game two, you, you just have to score 120, 130 points. And uh, on the Warriors side of things, I first play, I got to mention with Kevon Looney at 5,900, yeah. who's just playing some outstanding basketball. Uh, he's had two 20 rebound games, yeah. and he's only six foot nine. <laughs> so shout out to the, the undersized centers there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think Kevon Looney is just going to be playing exceptionally well, even with uh, Draymond coming back into play. But uh, I think they've been continuing starting him. I don't know if they started last game, uh, but he, despite that, he's still been playing up some great stat lines. And then I also have, uh, I think Curry at 9,400 is pretty cheap compared to the other superstars that are kind of in this slate. And it is a two-game slate, so you can't afford to spend that much money if you want. Yeah. And Curry at home, I mean, can you go wrong in a closeout game where I don't think any warrior wants to go back to Sacramento with that atmosphere? And uh, I th- he just puts up insane numbers. He's been averaging 30-plus points per game, I believe, in this series. So as long as he keeps up that, I think he'll get probably around 50 to 60, uh, 60 DK points. And then I also have an honorable mention in Clay at 6700 because it is game six. Mm. So you're hoping game six Clay maybe makes an appearance, but I'm not mm-hmm. fully invested into him because obviously this is uh, post or uh, torn ACL Clay. So yeah. uh, hopefully he comes back to the game six Clay, but it is worth a mention. Yeah. I mean, obviously, two game sleeps, so we're going to have a, a, lot, a lot of overlap here, but I'll just kind of um, you know illustrate where I'm standing on these guys. Same, same pool, basically, as what Ramiz pointed out there. But uh, for the Kings, yeah. Um, I, I I do have Fox here in my pool. He's 8,700. Um, I think he's about a thousand less than you know Steph Curry or a John Morant, who are also on the slate, obviously. And uh, I just feel like you know he's going to go under owned. I feel like a lot of people are going to have that you know kind of thought process where it's like, hey, he struggled from the field in the second half. That first half he was incredible, and then the second half he kind of uh, you know the, the Warriors kind of adjusted. He didn't shoot the ball very well. Uh, maybe the hand was hurting him. I don't know. It seemed like he was fine. Uh, he did 
uh, banging up a little bit on a play. I think one, I want to say it was the third quarter, but uh, he was kind of shaking his hand a little bit, and uh, he he was a steal on Seth Curry. Actually, got the ball from behind, and then, uh, but you know, it, it's a fracture on the tip of his finger, so I feel like. It's just one of those things where if you hit it, it's just going to hurt. And it's just a pain tolerance thing. So I'm not super concerned about him. I do have him in my pool here. I think for me, doing GPPs, I'm, I am going to go with him just because I think he's going to go less owned than Curry uh, for sure and probably less owned than John Morant. So I'm just going to go with him here. Uh, but, yeah, Monkey 5500, I mean, especially for cash builds, I think you have to get half roster this guy. That's just um, not the right price tag for him. He should probably be in, like, the mid-6,000s at this point with what he's been doing for the uh, Kings. Keegan Murray. Uh, is the other guy I have here on the Kings at 4,300. I did have Herder. Uh, Herder, he, he's he's kind of getting cooked on the de- on the defensive end, uh, not really playing style defense, and that's kind of why his mints have been slipping a little bit. Uh, I don't know if they're going to stick with that trend because I agree that they do need his offense if he's got it going on. But man, this series he has not had it going on, so I don't know. I don't know if he turns it around or not. You know, I think that's kind of a, a we just we just don't know. If you want to, you know, think that Kevin Order does turn it around, it's a good play. Uh, but e- even if he doesn't, I think Keegan Murray is a uh, solid play either way at 4,300. They've made a concerted effort the last two games to try to get Keegan some touches, and they've played him 30-plus minutes. Um, he hasn't put up super, like, stellar stat lines. I, re- I think it was the first quarter of last game he had, like, 10 points in the first quarter and then just, like, completely disappeared. And he didn't score, like, I think the rest of the game, if I remember correctly, maybe he had one bucket the rest of the game. But uh, I think that they do need to get this young guy, young kid, uh, you know, involved, though, if he's going to be out there for 30-plus minutes. They do need that offense. They do need that defense from him. So uh, I do like him quite a bit here. Uh, yeah, I do have Clay here at 6,700. I don't know if I get a lot to him just because of that price tag. Um, I agree with you, though. You know, it, it's too cheap for Clay, but at the same time, it's kind of that middle ground where it's like I'm paying up more than guy. Other guys, I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, you know, are, are a little bit less than him. And, and speaking of which, I mean, Draymond Green is only 6,400, and man, he had an incredible game in that last one. Uh, and I do think he has a good game again here. I think you know he's a hard guy to fade with the way he's been playing recently. So I do have him in my pool as well. Uh, speaking of pools, Jordan Poole is 5,400. <laughs> As you said, you know, uh, a, a guy that can always go out for 40, 50 points in, in a real-life game. I mean, 30 points at least, you know. Um, he's got that ability in him. So, um, you know, his shots hasn't been – his shot didn't fall in the last one. He still, still ended up putting up like 30 DK points. So uh, you, you have to like the upside there for sure. Uh, and, yeah, of course, uh, come on, Looney, just play him. I mean, there's not, not much more I can add there. Um, he's absolutely essential to what they've been doing to turn the series around the last three games. So, uh, I'm already on his overs and points, rebounds, and assists on, on sports books out there. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Just roster Kim on Looney. Don't even think too much about it. But if you guys do like these calls, uh, definitely go out there. Get the DFS pass from sportsethos.com. Uh, as I was telling Ramiz before we hopped on here, we have a lot of things, exciting things in the works for next season. And you're going to want to be here at the uh, tip of the iceberg for that. So uh, excited to announce some things here, hopefully in the coming months that we will be uh, doing to move the ball forward. But, yeah, go, go to sportsethos.com and sign up. All right, second game here, Ramiz. We do have the Memphis Grizzlies at the L.A. Lakers. It is a elimination game for the Grizzlies. It's going to be a tough one, man, going into uh, Staples Center with, uh, you know, LeBron, big, you know, elimination game, four-and-a-half-point favorites the Lakers are right now, and the game total is 219.5. So a little bit less than the uh, other game here. I, I do have my my splits in my lineups kind of that way where I have maybe, you know, 60 to 70% of my lineup in the uh, Sacramento-Golden State game in the other 30 to 40% in the Memphis Laker game. So definitely stacking the other game a little bit more. But uh, we do have Luke Kennard questionable in this one with the shoulder injury. He did have to leave that last game. So uh, I am pretty curious, actually, to see if he plays. He is a guy I'd be interested in if he does play. But uh, let me have you talk to me, Ramiz. Who do you like Who do you like in this game, man? 
Uh, well, starting off the Grizzlies side, I do like uh, Desmond Bain at 7,400. He's kind of been uh, one player consistently bothering the Lakers with his shooting and this mid-range shooting as well, and his constant attacking the paint. And then uh, I also have Ty Jones as kind of those budget picks at 300 because he usually he has been struggling, but uh, this is a close game, so you're going to need the best out of these uh, the bench players as well uh, because I think uh, last game was one of the reasons they won was because of their bench contribution. And uh, they're going to need some of that in, in Staples Center or, I guess, uh, Crypto.com Arena now. Oh, yeah, whatever so, it's uh, called. Uh, yeah, Ty, right. <laughs> uh, Ty's Jones at 3,900 is probably as cheap as it gets, and he's, I think he's going to get minutes. And you hope that he can uh, really just do what he does best in terms of getting his assists, less turnovers, uh, scoring corner threes, and just being able to play in those three-guard lineups that uh, Taylor Jenkins likes to play. And uh, on the Lakers side of things, uh, I have Jared Vanderbilt at 4,000. Uh, I think uh, this is going to be a tougher game for the Lakers role players because uh, I feel like Memphis is going to come out with that aggression. And uh, I don't know if I have a lot of faith in D'Angelo Russell and maybe Reeves, who was also in his first year uh, in the playoffs, to really come out and show out. Uh, but Vanderbilt, 4,000, I think he might be a player who kind of strives in this type of environment where it's not going to be a lot of po- uh, points, but as probably the main defender of Jaw, he's going to see a lot more minutes to kind of shut him down because Jaw is a player who can tend to bother the Lakers. And... Uh, I think Vanderbilt's the best defender you can have on him. And then I also have a, I have, to, I have LeBron at 10,100. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because, yeah. it, I mean, this is a game that I'm pretty sure everyone knows that you just do not want to lose this and take a chance in Game 7 in Memphis. And LeBron probably knows that better than anybody. And yeah. especially since he has been, I want to I want to say like he's kind of been, not been playing that good. Uh, I think he's only hit like three threes these past few games out of 20 attempts. So like yeah. he hasn't been doing that amazing. But he's still been able to get like 50 DK points, which is insane, but pretty common for LeBron. So yeah. I kind of hope this is going to be a monster performance, especially since uh, I don't know if I trust AD to consistently show up in these games. But uh, LeBron at 10,100, especially with uh, the Dylan, Munch, Dylan Brooks factor, I think uh, hopefully has a monster night. Yeah, uh, I like those calls, man. Definitely. Uh, I'm all over LeBron. Yeah, LeBron James, I think he's going to be heavily owned. It's a closeout game. Uh, got, he's got everything going for him here. So I'm definitely rostering LeBron. Uh, I think, you know, you can go uh, Anthony Davis, I think, just because he's going to go lower owned and it's riskier for sure. I mean, he does tend to disappear in certain games, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, he's also been dealing, it seems like, with some like, nagging injury stuff, as as always, with Anthony Davis. So uh, it just feels risky to me. But, yeah, LeBron definitely feels like a smash. I do have D'Angelo Russell at 5,700. Um, I think D'Lo and, and Austin Reeves are 5,700, 5,800, like right around the same one. and. Uh, I think that's too. I think I'm looking at upside here. I'm not looking at like what they've been doing in this series so far. I'm just looking at what they could do. Uh, you know, if they have their shots fall, Delo's shot like 43% or worse every single game. And I'm not saying that Delo's got a good chance to shoot, you know, 53% or something like that. But uh, but if he does, <laughs> he's gonna have a really nice stat line. Uh, and they're gonna. I mean, I think you know that could be a a, a good thing for the Lakers. Obviously, they could. Uh, I think if, if Delo shoots over 50%, it's probably the Lakers are winning that game. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, 5,700 with the upside there, he's the guy I would gravitate towards. Uh, if you want to go Austin Reeves, that's fine. But I just figured that it, I, I thought the higher ceiling was D'Lo, uh, on the Grizzly side, I'm still rostering Xavier Tillman at 5,600. I still feel like he's, um, just eating up the Lakers inside for some reason. He shot like one of eight from the field or something like that in the last game, like something ridiculous. I don't know. He had blocked a lot. He just, just kind of some lucky stuff happened. So, uh, you know, I'm hoping that he can he reach double-digit points, uh, grab, you know, 13, 14 rebounds. Uh, that'd be nice for me. And then, you know, maybe get a block or two. Uh, and he's been getting assists at a pretty high rate as well. So 
Um, you know, didn't have a, a stellar game that last one. I was hoping for more, but I'm willing to go back in the well on this one because I feel like he's uh, been a key for the Grizzlies here in trying to, uh, you know, shut down uh, Anthony Davis and uh, and grab the rebounds on the, in the interior there. So uh, I do have interest, as I said, Luke Kennard at 3,800 if he does play. Uh, I do feel like the Grizzlies need his shooting with Dylan Brooks struggling so much from the field. Um, it's just, it's inevitable. They got to sit Dylan Brooks. I mean, maybe Dylan Brooks is the better player overall, but when you get to the playoffs, there's got to be no feel, hard feelings, man. It's like, we got to do what's best for the team right now. And uh, Dylan Brooks is just struggling from the field that you can't really deny that if you're a Grizzlies fan, even if you're a Grizzlies fan. I, I see Grizzlies fans out there already complaining about him. So uh, I know I'm not saying anything too outlandish here. So I think Luke Kennard is the guy. He was the guy that stepped in pretty early for him last game, but then he got injured. Um, he ended up with like 16.5 DK points, but didn't play a whole lot of minutes. So, uh, if he could play a full lot of minutes, you know, 20 to 25 minutes, somewhere in that range, I feel like he could put up a decent line for you. If he does not play, I do like some David Roddy at 3,200 as kind of a shot in the dark. Um, he's a guy that stepped in and, and had some offensive, uh, uh, you know, uh, abilities for them, uh, when there's been no canard and stuff like that. So, so I do like Roddy a little bit here as well. Um, okay, so let's move on to Thrive Fantasy. ThriveFantasy.com. Use promo code ETHOS. Get your first deposit match up to 250 bucks. Uh, I've got four plays here, Ramiz. What do you have? I got four picks, too. Okay, well, let me just go ahead and start then. I've got Looney. Uh, this is probably stealing one of yours. Looney over 13.5 rebounds. That's 110 points against the Sacramento Kings. I mean, he's had, what, uh, three games in a row of 20-plus rebounds? Is that right? So <laughs> I don't think 14 is totally out of the uh, question here, and um and this is plus odd so i'm definitely taking that one was that was that one of yours remis yeah that was one. yeah <laughs> all right well, so let's, let's get another one then <laughs> uh I, I'm, I'm gonna go with another warrior uh, with steph over 30 and a half total points for 95 i think uh he's been averaging 30 points over so uh, i don't think that really should be an issue in a game where he's probably gonna play what 40 minutes yeah yeah, it's uh, important. You don't, I mean, uh, man, the Warriors do not want to drop this one. I'm telling you that right now. But uh, Draymond Green is my other Warrior here. I'm going with uh, over 4.5 assists, and that's just 80 points against the Kings. But uh, I just feel like he's just such an important cog. I really feel like that's an, an easy uh, an easy get for him. So what's your next one? Uh, I think I'm going to steal one of yours, maybe, which is LeBron over 43 and yeah. total points for <laughs> one assist yeah. for 105 points. I think we're both projecting LeBron's going to have a monster game. And uh, 43 and a half uh, should be pretty reachable for LeBron. And you're getting over 100 points. So, yeah, uh, definitely. It's a plus size play, also. So, yeah, that's one of mine as well. So, my last one here then is DeMontis Sabonis under 15.5 oh. rebounds and assists. And that's 115 smackaroos. Uh, against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, look, he, so here's my observation with Demontis Sabonis, and, and I've been telling you to roster Sabonis until I think up the first three games I was suggesting Sabonis, but it's just very clear at this point in time that it's just not a good matchup for him. Um, he's been really struggling. I feel like on the defensive side, he's really the weak link, and I really do feel like, um, and I know that I'm stealing Brewski's thoughts here because I, I just saw them on Twitter and I'm uh, just kind of echoing what he said, but I, I totally agree that the, the Kings need to seriously consider just playing Alex Len and Sabonis in like a timeshare. I feel like they need to do that. I feel like, uh, you know, just the struggles of Sabonis to protect the rim have been just on display here. Uh, 60, I think it was, it was 60 points in the paint for the Warriors in the last game, which, you know, they're not necessarily known for doing that. So uh, it, it's just an issue that is going to be hard for the Kings to overcome. So I, I think, you know, if Mike Brown's, Feeling a little froggy. I think he might need to sit Sabonis here a little bit. So I'm fading Sabonis. I'm going under on the 15.5 rebounds assist. What's your last one there, Ramis? My last one is I'm going for 120 points here. That doesn't be over 27.5 total points. 
Uh, like I said, he's been monitoring the Lakers with his shooting, and hopefully you'll be able to do it again in Crypto.com Arena. Yes, absolutely. I mistakenly said Staples, but it is, it is Crypto.com. <laughs> uh, but it'll always, it'll always always be Staples to me. But anyways, uh, that's it for us, guys. I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at BSBP Keith. And Ramiz, where can people find you and your work, man? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Too Nice. That'll be spelled T-O-0 underscore nice underscore. Yes, absolutely. And he's been a fantastic contributor all season, man. I appreciate you, Ramiz. Uh, do give him a follow, please. And, uh, you know, let's get out there. And, hey, everybody go out there and win some money. <laughs>